Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right. Can you hear me now? If you can hear me now, clap your hands. Clap your hands if you can hear me now. All right, there we go. Yeah, I don't understand what the deal is there. My audio quality is good, right? All right. Well, I was just saying uh, for the first five minutes, I guess you couldn't hear me. So thanks for the text message. But um, I'm not really sure what happened, but I'm glad that you can hear me now. Um, I'm going to have to figure out. That's twice that that's happened now. Uh, I do this show. I bought a new phone. And this new phone does not have a audio jack on it. So I cannot use a headset that goes into my phone. So I use my AirPods and it's very difficult to test AirPods by myself, but I heard the tone in my ear and my phone says that they were on, but I guess they weren't. So I appreciate that. So let me start all over. I hope you're doing well. It's great to have you on board and you're very patient to me if you sit through five minutes of pretty much silence. So that means a lot to me. All right, we got NBA game one finals tonight. If you want to talk about that, uh, I put on my little title for my show today, two years ago today, which is the two-year anniversary of All Lives Matter, every single one that was tweeted on May 31st, 2020. And subsequently, um, I was no longer working on the radio station in Sacramento or uh, the Sacramento Kings as of 3 p.m. June 2nd. 2020. All right. So we're really, I mean, if you want to talk about a, a, a real true two-year anniversary, almost to the minute, almost to the minute. So if you, if you want to, you know, ask me about anything regarding that, I'm happy to do so. Many of you know, I have filed a lawsuit in district federal court in Sacramento uh, against Bonneville. I think they're an extremely hypocritical company. I think that they panicked. When they fired me, they used me as a sacrificial lamb to basically say, hey, BLM, look, we're on your side. We support you. We just fired a guy that said all lives matter. That's what happened. They used me as their sacrificial lamb. They fired me in a, in a panic. They put out a, a defamatory statement on me. It was absurd. And that's why I decided to take legal action against them. All right, let's get to some phone calls. And again, thank you for your patience. It really means a lot to me as I was uh, talking to myself there for five minutes. And uh, we'll get to Ed. As soon as Ed, you got to hit your microphone icon. And when you do, uh, I'll put you on. All right. So Ed, you look at your device, you find a little thing that looks like a mic and you hit that, you'll see the green light and you will be on. All right. So while you get ready to do that, Ed, I'm going to put you back in audience so you can look at your phone or your device and you can figure out how to do it and then uh, hit your hand icon 
I'll put you right back up on stage with me and we can get you on because I would love to hear uh, what you have to say. All right. So let's try it again right now with uh, Ed. Let's see if we can get that mic on and uh, hopefully have a conversation with him here to really get this. Show going. Hello, Ed. Thank you very much for chiming in. What can I do for you? Hey, Grant. First of all, I've been listening to you since the early days in Sacramento. Really appreciate that you are so articulate and you speak your mind uh, just like you did about all the idiots earlier today that have been uh, critical of Steph Curry not winning an MVP in the NBA playoffs. Pretty amazing, isn't it? I mean, seriously, is that just hard to believe? It is. It's just, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, one question I've always wanted to ask you is something that I've discussed with other sports fans. And I think Steph Curry's kind of moved into that group, which is players that are worth the price of admission. And I wonder if you have like a top five different players of various sports that you would say are in your top five group that you say, that's who I pay to go see. Well, in hockey, uh, I'd start with Wayne Gretzky. I would go pay to watch him. Uh, in baseball, uh, one of the players that I would always pay to play uh, would be Derek Jeter. Uh, in basketball, Steph Curry would be one of those guys for sure. And you notice that I'm also picking out guys that I think represent their sport to their fullest and to the best. They are uh, athletes who I would be overjoyed with if my son or daughter decided they want to wear one of their jerseys or a hat or what have you, because I like the way they conduct themselves both on their court, ice, field, or what have you, or off. So those would be uh, three that I would start with. Um, I might choose, again, I love Steph Curry. I'm a huge fan of his from afar, even though I'm not a Warriors fan. There's, There's really nothing about Steph Curry that I don't like. I like everything about him. I like how he just goes about his job. Uh, I like his family contributions. And by that, I mean, he really puts his family first. Uh, there's nothing about Steph Curry that I don't like. All right. So those are three right there. So Jeter, Gretzky. And so great question, by the way, Curry. Um, I'd probably pick Jimmy Connors in tennis because Connors never, ever played a match. Ho-hum. He never, ever went through the motions. He always, always played to entertain the fans. And I always appreciated that with Jimmy Connors. And then the fifth one, I'd have to think, do you have five on your list? I do from some different sports. Um, Michael Jordan, for sure. I don't follow hockey enough, but I would have put Wayne Gretzky. Ed, you broke up on me. I lost you there, partner. But uh, it's a great question. That's a great question. I, I, I'm coming. I'm trying to come up with number one. Uh, and I, football-wise, would be very challenging for me. But I would probably pick, and this is going to surprise a lot of people. Um, I would probably pick Phil Sims. I'm a huge Phil Sims fan. The guy always played the game, no matter what. You couldn't get him off the field. He was tough as nails. He was a leader. Um, I would always pay to go watch Phil Sims play. And I did pay, by the way, to watch him play. I know a lot of people would never pick him, but, you know, I'm showing my New York roots. But Gretzky, Curry, and I would pay Jordan, obviously. Uh, Derek Jeter, no question about that. Tennis, Connors, and fifth, yeah, probably Phil Sims. Great question. All right, if you want to come on the show, and thank you, Ed, 
hit your hand icon, uh, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. And again, thanks for your patience at the beginning of the show. I had no idea uh, that I was talking to myself. The uh, NBA tonight, I made my pick yesterday. Who do you like? Uh, how do you think this series is going to go? Uh, Mike Breen and Jeff Van Gundy will not be on the broadcast tonight as they're out with COVID. Uh, Breen is expected back for game two. Uh, Van Gundy, probably not. Uh, I guess Van, I didn't watch game seven the other night, but I guess Van Gundy, you could barely understand what he was saying. Uh, that it, the, the, he was a hurting puppy. And so, you know, you have to wonder if Mark Jackson uh, is going to be in jeopardy uh, as this goes on and others. So really unfortunate uh, they would get to the NBA finals and you don't have your uh, A team. So that's very unfortunate. But again, uh, that's going on tonight. You got Edmonton and Colorado with uh, the Oilers trying to tie that series at a game apiece. Last night, the Rangers took advantage of a Tampa Bay Lightning team that had been off for nine straight days. They were rusty. Uh, Vasilevsky got beat. Often, Rangers put six on the board against the goaltender that had only allowed three goals to the number one team in the National Hockey League the series before the Florida Panthers. So, you know, the Rangers jump out on that uh, best of seven series, uh, one love. So, again, I want to hear from you. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will put you right on. If you want to talk about this uh, series tonight, your picks, we got a couple of really good calls yesterday. I would love to know uh, how you think this series is going to go. Personally, uh, if you were to walk in to my living room, you will see mostly hockey on my screen tonight. I will be watching the Edmonton uh, Colorado series more uh, than anything else. I love Stanley Cup hockey. I can't get enough of it. I absolutely love it. So that will be that game starts at eight uh, Eastern time, uh, the NBA at nine Eastern. I'll tell you something else. And I, I didn't realize this until I relocated to Florida. But a lot of these games, you know, that start so late, you know, you got to make you got to make a real commitment to stay up to watch some of these games. And I'm not kidding you, especially hockey when they go into overtime and you don't know when they're going to end. And uh, it, you know, baseball, extra inning games, you know, everything else, uh, they go on and on, man. They go on and on. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls. Alfred, hello, Al. Good to hear from you today. Nick, can you hear me, buddy? I sure can, Al. How are you? I always have to check that. You know, me and Richard, man, are driving you crazy, my friends. So I always got to check. I don't know what I don't know what my phone. Hey, but listen, Al, I was guilty today. I'm the one that wasn't on. You know what I mean? I'm the one that's hosting the freaking show, and well, for the first five minutes, nobody can hear me. So well, well, we're all in the same boat. You know, Nate, I got to tell you, man, you had me pulling my hair out. I'm restarting my phone. I'm hitting my, <laughs> my microphone. I love you. I said, That's what? great. I'm glad to hear I'm, I wasn't there. Hey, I did my homework last night. I watched the first period of the Rangers and the uh, and the uh, li Lightning. Right. And, you know, you know it was – I still want to go. I, my goal is to go to a game in person. Like I told you, my brother, who's your age, He's a diehard NFL. He says, Al, and I've had relatives and friends who aren't even sports fans say, oh, my God, when they've gone to a, an actual live hockey game. So it speaks to But the action on the TV was tremendous. I watched the Rangers. They ticked the puck in like a minute and a half. The yeah. guy's coming down, and he grinds up like he's going to slap shot it, and he just tucks it underneath right to the guy. Boom. Goal. Yep. 
It's called a one-timer. Uh, how about the crowd there at Madison Square Garden? Was that unbelievable or what? Well, you know, they were they were banging on the glass, but I can see it in the background. I, and I thought that, uh, let me ask you, um, on hockey, you know, like football, you talk about, and basketball, you talk about matchups, you know, not so much baseball, but hockey. Did the Rangers, is hockey like that? Because the Rangers, I noticed, they, they had a graphic. They were 3-0. and against the Lightning in the regular season. Is this something, yeah, well, is there something to well, say about matchups in well, hockey? Yes, but there's a real key in, in hockey. Uh, the home team gets the last shift. So if, once, the, once there's a face-off, the home team can put who they want out on the ice last. So if you have your top line, whoever it is, as a visiting team, if you go out onto the ice to take a face-off, as a home coach, I can now take my players off and put new players on to match up with your players. So that's the advantage of the home team. As far as the matchups that you're talking about, yes, if you have a very, very good defensive uh, winger center and you can put that on my best player, yes. But again, I can negate that a little bit when I'm at home because I can make the last shift uh, on 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 dead whistle. So before face off. So that's that's a little nuance in hockey. So so as far as subbing in and out, is that you know are the players you know they they run on they skate on the ice they're coming on and off. How does speak to that a little bit? How does that play out? I mean the coach well, says you know the, the 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 coach the coach makes the announcement what line is next. And you know, uh, when you when you before the game, you know the player that you're going onto the ice for. So you know if, right. if your line is up next, and gotcha. the previous line is out, and let's say there's a name Smith on the ice, you know if I know that I'm the guy that replaces Smith, I know that when Smith comes off the ice, I'm going on for him. And so there there it there's a there's a rhythm and a system to it. Yes. Yeah. And I, I thought that Sean McDonough, I don't know, you're, you, I'm sure you have a take, but I thought he, he called the game pretty well, uh, considering how fast. I know it's TV. Do you like yeah, McDonough? Not, you know, it's it's interesting. I have a different opinion on that. I think Sean yeah. McDonough's a great – I think Sean McDonough's a tremendous announcer. Uh, I think he's a tremendous football announcer, but right. I do not think hockey is his best sport. Um, I'm not a fan of McDonough doing hockey, so I'm no, I, I would disagree with you on that. I'm not okay. crazy about him doing hockey, but I, I'm, he's he's a hell of an announcer, though. Yeah, I'll defer to you because, you know, like I said, I'm just, I'm just getting well, my feet wet. It's I'll subjective. My, I'm getting my feet wet getting in the NHL. And, uh, and you know, I just, uh, you know, I caught you. You're on no filter with Sean just at the end. And I think you guys were talking about your Mount Rushmore of, uh, of enforcers. Yes, we were. Who was – and Sean, did you, who was your four and who was his four? Because I missed that. Well, we both agreed on two. Uh, Dave Schultz of the Philadelphia Flyers right. and the Broad Street Bullies back in the right. 70s. And Bob Probert was a Mr. Tough Guy. Uh, you never, No one wanted to mess with him. We both agreed on those two. And then his final two and my final two were a little bit different. But we agreed on those top two for sure. And I believe we also had Marty McSorley. Actually, we agreed on three. We put Marty McSorley back on there. He always played with Gretzky, played with him in Edmonton, yeah. played with him in L.A., uh, you know, wherever Wayne Gretzky went, Marty McSorley was kind of his protector. So actually, we did agree on those three. And our fourth one, we were, we were a little bit different. Did you have nobody had Domi, Ty Domi? I yeah, talked about I, put, Domi. I, I did. I, I mentioned Domi. Uh, I put him on there. He didn't have him in his top four, but we did talk about Ty Domi. Yes. 
Well, congratulations to your Rangers, man. I, I mean, I from what I knew about Tampa Bay, they're their goalie to give up six goals. It's not like he didn't give up six goals in a whole last well, series. But, they had know, nine days off, Al. They had nine Ooh. days off. They were very rusty. Nine days off for a hockey team is an eternity. They were out of rhythm. You could see it. The Tampa Bay Lightning is an excellent team, but they were not the same team last night. Those nine days really affected them. That's too long of a layoff for a hockey team in the middle Ooh. of the playoffs. That is a long layup. I could see I could use your eyes. Well, I'm just going to let you go. Now, it was nice talking you. to you. And I was going to say one thing. I'm going to give you a grant. Shoot the puck. <laughs> see you later, man. Take care, it. pal. I love it. I love it. That's great. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely great. Great phone call. All right. Let's get to uh, Ryan in uh, on Listen Up. Hey, Ryan. How are you today? Doing well. How are you doing, Grant? Good. Hey, got a few things for you. Uh, I'll digress to the NBA Finals after we talk about this. But what did you think about Tom Brady's comments on uh, the TBS or TNT, whatever it was, the golf program where he I didn't watch it. Said, okay, I, I, so, I was I was I didn't watch one second of the golf. I was in Sacramento yesterday. Uh, I was busy, and then I took my son out to dinner. Uh, and then I went to the airport and, um, the only, I watched a hockey game on my phone, uh, but I didn't watch one second of the golf. So catch me up on it. I didn't hear what he had to say. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to quote him. They were doing a little post, uh, match interview and it's not that I'm not a hundred percent committed. It's just, as soon as I make the commitment to do it, it's like, uh, all right, here we go. And that was his response to coming back in free agency with the Buccaneers. Well, I don't know. Um, so what did you take from that? Uh, for me, I, I, I think it was kind of the Tom Brady show of the offseason. I was not impressed with the way that he handled himself. It was almost like, look, I'm not in the Super Bowl this year, so I'm going to bring all the attention to me. Uh, Look at the timeline of his announcements. He was going to take time off to be with his family and retire and do other things. And it's just, I never took Tom to be that type of guy. Not that we know these guys, but it was just very, this entire thing to me has really rubbed me the wrong way about him. Especially when there's. Yeah, well, I also wonder if Bruce Arians has anything to do with this because you noticed it coincided with Bruce Arians stepping down as the head coach. So, you know, we'll find all of that out after Brady is truly done uh, playing. But, you know, I I didn't read it that way, but I know some people did because I've been reading comments from some people that kind of follow the way you did. I didn't really – I'm not talking about the comments you made yesterday. I'm talking about his offseason. I didn't really see it that way. I've never really – to me – I've never looked at Tom Brady that way. And you just made that statement too. You've never really looked at him from that vein, but um, I don't know. I, I, I just wonder if more of it had to do with Arians. Now Arians and Brady are both on record saying that's stupid, ridiculous. Uh, Bruce Arians came out and said he had a great relationship with Tom, blah, blah, blah. But it was very coincidental that, you know, those, those two things happened pretty much at the same time. It's a great point. I mean, they're, they're both, you know, kind of their big personalities, right? Brady yes. was, yes. And Brady dealt with that with Belichick in New England. And that's part of the reason I think that he left. But hey, the other thing I want to talk to you about is the NBA final schedule. Is there a reason that it's so spread out? You always talk about hockey and they're playing, you know, the next night or the next day, or they only get one day off. And I look at the NBA final schedule. It's 
you know, Thursday tonight, and then they're not playing again in the same city until Sunday. But then the schedule gets more compacted once they have to travel. So just is there a reason? Well, yeah, because the, the NBA will not play on Saturdays. They, they The NBA finals, they don't play on Saturdays. They want Sunday night. Um, so, you know, the fact that they won't play on Saturday, they can't have it back to back. That's why it goes Thursday to Sunday. And then I'm with you. You know, I mean, last time I looked, uh, San Francisco and Boston are not close to one another. Right. So, you know, you would think that you would have the extra day, you know, for the travel. But the NBA final schedule is Ryan has never made sense to me. It really has never made sense to me. It's really weird how they do it because it's so spread out. But um, last thing, because you kind of opened the door. What were those? two, three, four days like for you after the comments? Did you have any uh, indication that was coming? I mean, or were you just blind? Well, I, had an, I, had, I had an indication on Monday at 2.40 Pacific time when I was getting ready to do my show from home and I was doing the show from home because of the pandemic. Right. And uh, I had been talking with both Doug and my producer all day uh, about the show and at 2.40, I got a call telling me that I was put on administrative leave, which obviously was not good for me uh, because I know in my heart that had I gone on the air at 3 o'clock and talked and I would have had a gigantic audience that day that I would have been able to smooth everything over and that after people heard me, I think they would have been okay with why I said on Twitter, all lives matter, every single one. I don't think it would have ruffled anybody's feathers after I had an opportunity to go on the air. Bonneville never allowed me to have that opportunity after 26 years of being on the radio every day for three and four hours a day. They took that away from me. And so that was the hardest part because I know that I had I gone on the air that day at three o'clock, I believe everything would have been fine, but they took that opportunity away from me. What was it like? Um, well, it was hard. I mean, that's for sure. Um, you know, I've been doing the Kings for 32 years. And when I resigned and got fired by Bonneville um, in less than 48 hours from All Lives Matter, every single one, I was also really disturbed by the knee-jerk reaction and the panic by those that are employers uh, looking out for their own hide and only doing what looked good from a political correctness point of view. That's what happened to me. Um, Had they just kind of exhaled and took a deep breath and said, hey, you know what? We acknowledge we're going through a really hard time in this country. Uh, We've known Grant. He's worked with us for decades. Uh, We we stand by him. Um, We're going to take him off the air or what have you, whatever. You know what I mean? But we're going to we're going to wait till things smooth over and then we're going to reassess this situation. That's what they should have done. All right. If they were really worried about that aspect from a fan's point of view. And by the way for the record, and I have all of this on my phone, the majority of people supported me, both publicly and privately, okay? The Twitter 
messages and comments don't lie. Uh, the comments that I've received on other social media platforms don't lie. The amount of text messages that I have, emails that I have also validate that the vast majority of people did not feel that I should have been, that my career should not have ended over all lives matter, every single one. Not talking about 51%. I'm talking about the vast majority. And I'm not only talking about white people, I'm talking about black people as well. And for whatever reason, the the companies panicked. And I'm talking specifically Bonneville. They panicked. I, Grant, I, I agree with you 100%. And honestly, after that show, the one where it was announced that you're talking about 20 minutes before you went on the air, when I listened to that show, and you know, there's people that I believe you mentored there, it felt like they completely threw you under the bus because of- They did what they was did. going on and they did that, it was disgraceful they it was disgraceful it, what what it was disgraceful yeah and so that that literally turned me off to that show at that point because there are people that was very obvious you were teaching them you guys were working together and it, I, I couldn't believe it and doug so, christie uh, doug christie was gutless absolutely gutless uh, for him to crawl into his shell like a little snail after all of the support that he gave me over the phone on phone calls and text messages during those two days of Monday and Tuesday. He completely was gutless, absolutely gutless. And uh, I lost all respect for that man, all respect for him. Well, Grant, those decisions, I, I, I would be right with you, but those decisions don't happen in 20 minutes. I got to think that somebody knew beforehand so if, if you already know then just pull the plug just give yep. it to them don't go through a sh full show prep so anyways hey you know what I, I i think that this has opened up a really good opportunity for you i'm looking forward to your first hockey broadcasting game because that seems <laughs> to be your real passion so yeah uh we'll we'll see maybe the tampa bay lightning and somebody to uh, hop on there so thanks buddy have a right, good day bud. talk to you soon all right take care bye-bye when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, let's move to uh, some more phone calls right here on Listen App. And uh, we say hello to Jerry. Good afternoon, Jerry. Hey, Grant. What's happening? How are you? Good, sir. Hey, uh, just one thing. Uh, well, actually, a couple of things. Uh, first thing about Bonneville. So, you know, uh, when they made this decision, Grant, uh, so you were going back and forth with, with Doug and the producer of the show that on um, that day when this happened, do you think they knew what they were going to do then or just or they were too much of cowards just to call you up and just tell you earlier? 
Um, well, I believe that they knew. I believe they knew. And I believe that they were just stringing me along all day. That's what I believe. Okay. And Grant, but I, but I, but, but, but I, 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 that's just what I believe. I, I, right today, uh, I'm telling you what I believe. Could I be wrong? Um, I could be, but I don't think I am. And Grant, so Bonneville, uh, so they didn't feel any kind of pressure. Uh, so they did this because they didn't want the backlash that was going to happen or what did they do? Uh, they, they panicked, they panicked. They, they, they absolutely panicked. They were, they were absolutely, uh, they made a decision. They panicked based on what was going on in the country with the looting and the rioting and the unrest. And I believe that it, I was the sacrificial lamb to kind of wipe their hands and say, hey, we, we support Black Lives Matter. We're all about BLM. Uh, that That's what I think happened. I and believe you know, that. And, you know, you said it earlier, too, Grant, that, you know, if Bonneville just would have came out and said, hey, you know what? We know Grant. We've uh, uh, we've worked with him for many, many, many years. We know how he is. We know what he's about. We know what he stands for. And we support him. You know what? That's what they should have done, Grant. First of all, and I think everything would have been fine. I really, really do. I guarantee you everything would have been fine. Had I gone on the air that day, Monday at 3 o'clock, um, I can almost 100% guarantee you that everything would have been fine. Um, one more thing, Grant, about hockey. Uh, I'm not too much of a hockey fan, Grant, but I do watch it uh, during the playoff times. It's been kind of busy at home, so I haven't had really a chance. But how long have you been a hockey fan? Ever since I was old enough to comprehend what I was watching. Uh, did your father, Bert, ever take you to go see games? We used to go to the uh, games often on Sunday. The Rangers played on Sunday afternoons a lot. And we would go from church uh, right to Madison Square Garden. Our church was in the city, even though we lived on Long Island. It would be about a, took us about 45 minutes to an hour to get into the city. And we would go to church. My dad would put my brother and I in the Sunday school. And then uh, right after church, we would run to Madison Square Garden and go wow. watch the Rangers play on a Sunday afternoon. And I remember doing that really at a, you know, maybe four years old. Oh, wow, that sounds fun. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, so would you rather watch the regular season or you find it more interesting during the playoff time? Uh, no, the Stanley Cup playoffs to me are is the, the best playoff of any sport. I see. All right. Have sir. you ever watched hockey? Uh, uh, Grant, I've I've watched it. Uh, Grant, I don't understand. Uh, uh, I don't understand the rules, to be honest with you, and I don't don't want to make it seem like I do because I don't. Grant, are you there? Grant, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can. You know, the rules are not that hard. I mean, offsides and icing are probably the only two rules that you need to. Uh, really be aware of. But other than that, it's kind of like, um, in, in a, it's hard for me to explain. It's just, um, you know, you got to try to score, put the puck in the in the net, yeah. and there's really not a lot to it other than that. Um, I uh, did watch the San, um, the San Jose Sharks when they would be in the postseason, and when it was like two to one or three to two, I mean, anything could have happened. Uh, even though I didn't understand what was going on, it was still, it was still exciting. Just imagine if I yeah. knew what was going on. <laughs> so, well, listen, Jerry, it's good hearing from you, buddy. You have a good rest of the day. You do the same, Grant. Thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate it. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls right here on Listen App. And we are going to say hello to uh, Ed. Ed, hit that microphone icon, buddy, and we'll get you on. All right, Ed. Come on, Ed. 
I want to talk to you. Hit that mic. All right. Ed, I'm going to put you back in the audience and then we can do it all over again. All right. Uh, let me know if you want to get on the show today. You hit that hand icon. And once uh, I put you up on stage, you're good to go. All right, Ed, you just had your mic on and you turned it off. Put that mic on so we get that green light on. Green, green dot. There you go. Hi, Ed. Hey, Grant. I talked to you a little bit earlier today. Yes, you got cut off. Yes, go ahead. Okay, yeah, I wonder. I wondered what happened there. No, we were just talking about the, the top five, but also I was interested in what you were saying about hockey. I just know a little bit about it. Um, if Sacramento had a hockey team, we'd be diehard fans and go to a lot of games. It looks like just an awesome sport, and I do it is. some of the, the the playoff stuff. It's just great to watch. Very, very exciting. So um, I did hear your picks uh, earlier that about the Warriors. If um, – they can win the first two. That's pretty much it for Boston. That's your feeling. I do. Um, I don't. I don't see, barring an injury, I don't see the Warriors at this point in the season losing four or five games. Uh, and playing on the road will not phase the Golden State Warriors. They. They. They've done it. I mean, they don't. They're not going to be intimidated or phased at all going into Boston and playing. It's not going to affect them uh, the way it would affect some teams. So yes, uh, to me, it is absolutely imperative that Boston win one of these first two games. Absolutely. Okay. That's all I had for today. Really appreciate uh, your show. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate you calling, and thanks for uh, your persistence once you got cut off to call back. I do appreciate that. All right, again, if you want to come on the program today, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and I will be very happy to get you on, uh, and we can discuss anything uh, that you want. Again, game one of the... NBA Finals tonight, uh, I've given you my pick. I'm going to go the distance by taking the Warriors uh, in seven games. Uh, I'm just I'm just hoping that we have a really good series, an entertaining series. All right, let's say hello to Jay. Hello, Jay. Good afternoon. Hey, Grant. Hey, Grant. Great to hear you. Hey, I just wanted to touch on, uh, yeah, the ominous two-story, and then we'll, we'll end it up with uh, some uh, NBA Finals chat. But, you know, as a longtime listener, all the way back to your, I think it was 1240 days, you know, moving yep. forward, when, when, um, when that weekend went down, I, I remember, you know, when something bad happens to somebody else, after a while, it, it tends to fade. This, this hasn't, this ha- for me, this hasn't faded, and, and I, I, only because I think of how egregious it was and, uh, and how wrong it seemed at the time. And I remember uh, tuning into the show on that Monday, and listening to um, them talk about, you know, you're not being on the air that day, and it just sounded wrong. It sounded, it sounded uh, like they were, they were covering themselves, um, and you could tell that something was not going to happen right. But in my heart, I was like, well, all right, this is just what they got to do because of the times. Grant will be back on tomorrow. He'll have a, uh, a perfectly reasonable. Uh, comments just like you've made multiple dozen times in the last couple of years and we'll be back to go and we'll be past this thing and when that didn't happen I kept giving them I kept giving them a moment thinking this this is going to change I would listen to the show and realize this guy Grant has no backing at all at KHTK and everybody is turtling and this is this is going south fast and unfortunately you know we're at where we're at but I have to give you kudos for not caving. You know, there are folks that um, 
got canceled that their first response was to cave and go backwards and take back what what was said that maybe didn't need to be taken back. And uh, I commend you for holding your ground and and doing what was right. And to this day, you know, all lives matter, every single one. There's nobody that thinks that's a problem. And, uh, you know, including George, George Floyd's brother and many other folks that have given uh, similar statements. And the other thing that I think that's happened in the last couple of years, and, and again, kudos to your diligence for hanging in there, is I think the tide is starting to swing back the other way for folks that way overreacted and um, didn't treat people appropriately, that got away with it. And I think we're, we might be starting to see that trend change now. And I hope that the timing is such that as your lawsuit goes through the stages that it goes through, that uh, uh, you're vindicated, you're vindicated publicly. Don't know what that'll look like for your career long term, but certainly that's a, a huge starting point. And, um, you know, and the, the only other guy that um, I can see, and you brought this to everyone's attention, that was treated as yeah. horribly as you were is Doug Adler. And, uh, yeah. um, you know, even with Doug being completely exonerated, you know, he never really got his career back. And uh, um, that, that's such a shame. And, and uh, uh, I'm, I pray that, that through your diligence of this process, the way you've handled it, uh, the honesty, the straightforwardness, that good things are going to come out of it. So uh, uh, kudos, well, my friend, for like, your two years of hard work. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I'm never going to apologize for the way I was raised, nor should I. Uh, I'm never going to apologize for, you know, the first principle of my religion, which is the inherent worth and dignity of every person. That's how I live my life. That's how I've always lived my life. Um, you know, I believe that all lives matter. Uh, every single one is self-explanatory. I believe it includes all groups of people. It doesn't exclude any group of people. It doesn't exclude any religion. It doesn't exclude any race. It doesn't exclude uh, anybody. Uh, all lives matter, every single one. I don't even understand why there are people that need me to define that. It's, it doesn't need to be defined. Those six words say it all. All lives matter, every single one. I don't understand why some people have such a difficult time interpreting that. And conversely, I don't understand why there are some, although I really believe they're very much in a minority, that feel that that's counter to Black Lives Matter. How is All Lives Matter, every single one, counter to anything? It includes every single person, every single ethnicity, religion. I can go on and on. I don't understand why that has been difficult for some to comprehend. 100%. You know, in sports... Um, there's a lot of opinions, you know, there's interpretation and opinion, and there's, uh, when we're having conversations, there's, there's facts that can be discussed, but a lot of things are opinion and, uh, we, we get that. And, um, but then there's things that are facts. There's things that are black and white and, you know, words with meaning are black and white and society, black lives matter, Bonneville, whomever, they can they don't have the right to assign their meaning to a, a set of words that already has a meaning they th who are they to change the meaning of something because they because they're going to say well that's not what that means in 2020 or 2022 it means this no the the the, the words mean what the words mean and uh shame on them for changing that that'd be like saying uh babe ruth 
uh, didn't hit 714 home runs. He hit 780. You know, they, they can't they can't change it. They can't change facts. And that and that's what they're attempting to do here. And um, I, I think in the end you will prevail. And, um, you know, I, I, I know this two years has been hard, but boy, uh, you have you you have been a, a fabulous example of perseverance and, and and well done, my friend. Well, you know, with people like you and so many others that have supported me, uh, both publicly and privately, uh, through the two years, which has quite frankly kept me going, and finding this app and being able to have these type of conversations uh, has been uh, therapeutic for me. I enjoy doing it. Um, I really do. I look forward to it uh, each and every day. It's one of my favorite things of the day. So I really uh, cannot thank you uh, uh, for your enough for your support, and really for those that are listening to me every day and my podcast and everything else, uh, I just want to let you know, I genuinely uh, appreciate and am grateful for your support. So thank you very much, Jay. I really appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. And, and I know there's good thing, more good things to come. And, and uh, uh, as we move down the road, ho hopefully there'll be um, mostly sports, you know, but I do like the fact yep. that uh, uh, you've opened up cate categories of common sense conversation, uh, even around sports and, and, uh, and that, that, that's, a, that's another area that, you know, most folks haven't wanted to delve into in the sports world. And, and for the most part, they're probably right on avoiding yep. it. But you, you've been able to find, you've been able to, to thread that needle to make it so that us sports fans that are tuning in for sports are like, yeah, we, we need to have that conversation. We're, let's have that conversation today, even though it's not sports. And, and so kudos for that. As far as the finals go, um, uh, I was mentioning to you yesterday and I had a bad connection, so I apologize. But, um, you know, my 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 heart's with Boston just because Kerr and, and, and Draymond have kind of wore me out. And uh, and and that's being a Steph and Clay supporter. So I really don't have a dog in this fight. I think that at the end of the day, I would like to see Boston win. Um, I think it's going to come down to can Boston's defense shut down uh, that that aggressive offense enough that uh, that. Golden State has, and it'll be interesting to see what happens to tonight in Game One. With with the layoff, do you think that um, that may affect uh, Golden State a little bit, kind of like uh, it did with Tampa mm -hmm. and hockey? Mm -hmm. No, I actually think it's going to help Golden State because of the attrition on those guys. They're an older team uh, than Boston. Uh, they might it might have an effect, Jay, for the first six to eight minutes of the game. But after that, I don't think so. But no, I actually think it's going to be beneficial for some of the older players on Golden State, particularly Curry. I think it also helps Thompson. I think it's going to be good uh, for Golden State. Um, but again, it wouldn't surprise me if the Warriors don't shoot particularly well at the beginning of the game. But I think that would be short lived. I really do. Got it. All right. We'll look forward to chatting with you Thank in you. the days to come. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Jay. Have a great Bye. afternoon. Thank you. Really appreciate your support. Fabulous. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Again, you know, you ask me, uh, you know, it's people like Jay uh, and so many others on this app and uh, on social media and everything else that have um, blessed me. So I can't thank you all enough. I can't thank you enough. So uh, the schedule tomorrow, uh, I will be doing the show probably, I don't know if I'll be outside Marlins Park or inside. I don't know, but I will, uh, I'm will. i going to be going to the uh, Marlins-Giants game tomorrow, but I will be doing my show. So I'll find an area where not too many uh, people are bothering me, and that will be tomorrow uh, at 3 o'clock. Hey, thank you. Appreciate your support. Have yourself a great rest of the day. And I'll talk to you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. So long, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.